Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. This part of the show is quickly becoming my fave, the time where I give you a huge virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the show, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This comment comes from Car Car Superstar. She says, Maddie has a way of telling stories that spark self-reflection and lead you to think about how you could live a more intentional life. Highly recommended. Hashtag living on purpose. Thank you, thank you, thank you, car, car, superstar. You just seriously made my entire day. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review and I will get you a shout out on a future episode. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are listening to episode 36. And I'm excited to talk to you about how I have really recently moved out of anxiety and into action. I do want to just offer a little disclaimer before we launch into it is when I say out of anxiety, what that means for me is I'm not feeling it nearly as much as I am today as I was, say, four weeks ago when we decided to... um, lock our family down and stay home and start our quarantine. And so anxiety is still something, and I believe that it's something that I will learn, continue to learn to live with and deal with and continue to hone in on my coping skills. And right now, I feel uh, a sense of action as opposed to anxiety. So um, today I'm going to talk to you about my exciting cause, Feed the Frontlines, how it came about, where we are right now, and what the vision looks like for this Feed the Frontlines cause. Two weeks ago, I was, maybe two and a half weeks ago, I was at home, as we all are, all of us who are not on the front lines or do not have the non-essential jobs that are um, requiring us and asking us to get out of our house and put ourselves in, in harm's way for the good of everyone else. For us who are at home, I don't know about you, but I was starting to feel this sense of helplessness a few weeks ago. Like, I'm at home and I can't do much and I want to do more. And I feel like I really wanted to step into this to a sense of of leadership. I wanted to continue to show up. I wanted to do something bigger than myself behind the walls of my home. And so this sense of like, I should be doing more, and, and should, I hate that word, 
I want to be doing more. I'm craving um, a calling. I really, really, really have a sense of give back and um, apologize for the noises in the back. As you probably know, all the kids are home. And so um, we may have more interruptions this episode than normal, which is fine. We are rolling with it. So I felt this sense of calling and the bummer was I didn't know what the hell to do. I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what. I couldn't leave my house. I don't feel like leaving my house is good for me right now or my family or anyone else. So I hopped on a call with my coach and I said, I am just struggling. I don't know what to do right now. I want to show up as a leader. I want to show up for the community. I want to do more. I was bouncing ideas around in my head. Maybe, maybe I launch a course right now. Maybe I launch a self-help or self-love course or um, dealing like sharing more about my anxiety or offering different coaching packages. Um, You know that I'm really big into 30-day challenges and right now, 30 days feels like a year. So I honestly could not even imagine launching something for as long as 30 days right now. So I hopped on the phone with my coach and I was explaining to her, I have this calling and I don't know what it is. And all of the things that I've done in the past, coaching courses, challenges, didn't seem right. Just didn't seem right right now. And I didn't know what. It was a sense of calling and I didn't know what the calling was. And my coach said, Sister, here's the deal. You said it out loud. You told the universe that you want to help, that you want to have impact, that you want to do something bigger than yourself. And what you can do now is sit back and trust. This was on March 24th that I said this out loud to my coach. And it was um, really reassuring to hear her say, you know what? Don't worry. Don't worry about the what or the how. That will come. So... March 24th, I said this out loud. Um, Six days later, on March 30th, I was scrolling the IG, and one of my friends uh, works at the Children's Hospital in Seattle, and she posted a picture, and I need to go back and look at her post specifically because it was a simple picture of like 15 mochas and lattes on a roller cart, and her post said, thank you so much for this donation the frontline healthcare workers, the uh, doctors, nurses, and staff appreciate donations and gestures like this. And I thought, oh my gosh, our family, the Wolners, we could do this. We could buy 15 lattes and send it to children's. So I reached out to her and said, how was this coordinated and X, Y, and Z and asking all the questions. And then I got to thinking, well, what if instead of lattes, what if we did meals? What if we provided um, local, healthy meals to our frontline healthcare workers so that they can enjoy not just a latte, which lattes are freaking amazing, and maybe that's what they appreciate and need. But I thought, what if we did a little bit more? What if we offered food? So I then reached out to my cousin. My cousin owns this amazing restaurant in Seattle. It's Pioneer Square D&E. And uh, I reached out and said, hey, what do you guys think about this? Would you be able to do like, let's say 50 meals and uh, deliver them? deliver the meals to children's so that the you know least amount of contact as possible with this food 
delivery transfer. She said, yes, absolutely. We would love to be a part of this feed the front lines effort. And that is where it really was born because it went from, you know, 15 lattes, which we could do as a family to 50 meals, which we also could do as a family. However, it wouldn't be sustainable for us because 50 meals costs between, you know, four and $500. And that's just not a sustainable opportunity for help. And that's just not a sustainable calling. So I launched on April 1st, a GoFundMe because I thought, you know what? I know if I'm feeling this sense of, God, I want to do more. How can I have a bigger impact? If I'm feeling that, I bet more people are feeling that as well. So I launched launched the GoFundMe as a way to show support to our frontline workers, have a bigger impact by having the ability to feed more people through funds and um, provide an opportunity for people like me to donate 20 bucks, to donate 50 bucks, to have an impact without leaving their house. After the first delivery, it dawned on me that this cause actually goes so much deeper and farther than just showing our support and appreciation to those frontline workers. What this actually does is it infuses money back into our restaurants and local businesses who are doing everything that they can right now. They're thinking so far outside the box just to stay in business, just to be able to pay their rent, to be able to keep their refrigerators running, to be able to continue ordering from the local food suppliers, to be able to pay the delivery drivers to deliver the food to the restaurants, to be able to prepare the food, etc. I realized that this cause, the Feed the Frontlines cause, the ripple effect was way bigger than I had imagined. So my calling went from, I don't know what the hell to do. I feel helpless and entrapped. And then saying it out loud on March 24th and less than a week later, delivering 50 meals to Seattle Children's. As of today, today I'm recording this podcast on April 10th. And as of today, there has been 220 meals delivered to three local hospitals. We have 150 more meals scheduled to be delivered to um, one, two, three uh, local hospitals next week, including three local respiratory clinics that will be delivered um, locally sourced, delicious, healthy meals on Tuesday of next week. We have raised $3,178, and my goal is to continue this effort, to continue this GoFundMe through May, through this pandemic, so that we can keep our restaurants going. Because I know when this is all over, I am going to be eating out quite a bit. And these places have got to still be open so we can go out and eat there. Then I want to continue to show our frontline healthcare workers as we go through this and as they deal with their exhaustion and their struggles, that they are still supported week after week through this pandemic. And the only way to do that 
is to um, continue to ask for money, continue to ask for shares, to continue to ask for donations. And I, of course, have included the link in the show notes here so that if you feel compelled to donate, please do so. And if donation is not in your bandwidth right now, please, please share, share the cause with your community. That is just as amazing as dollars into the GoFundMe. So this cause has really taken over my world and my life and it feels right and it feels important and it feels impactful and it doesn't feel uh, like anxiety. I truly believe that this has um, given me this sense of purpose to move me out of anxiety into action. And right now, that might not be what you need. And if not, that is absolutely fine. And if in a day, in a week, in a month, you feel the call to action, re-listen to this episode because I have a couple ideas to get us from anxiety into action. Number one is don't ignore your anxiety. Do not ignore your feelings. I was talking to my therapist a couple weeks ago and they were asking me, you know, how does it feel Um, having the world now know and understand what you've lived with for years. And I said, it feels horrible. Uh, Anxiety is the worst, scariest feeling in the whole wide world. And the fact that people are now experiencing anxiety for the very first time scares me. It scares me because I can remember uh, my first panic attack and how um, debilitating that was. And so my first tip is do not ignore it. Um, Episode, I believe number 32 is all about my journey with anxiety. And um, listen to that. Talk to a medical professional. Both of our therapists right now are doing, and I know so many more are doing telehealth. And there is opportunity to still talk to someone if you are experiencing anxiety and you would like some professional help. Another thing that has really helped me with anxiety and moving out of it is to name it. When you name something, it sheds light on that feeling. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling restless. I'm feeling helpless. I'm no longer in my head. I'm no longer spinning this feeling, spinning, spinning, spinning. I actually can get it out by naming it. By naming our feelings, it actually gives us the power back and it takes the power away from the anxiety. So I've been doing that quite a bit on my walks. If I feel something come up, like I feel you, I feel you anxiety in my, in the pit of my stomach. Um, I know you're there. I know you are, um, not, serving me at this time. And it helps me to be able to move on. So number one is do not ignore those feelings and get help first, first and foremost. Step number two to move from anxiety to action is to claim it. Claim out loud what you're hoping for. Even if you were like me and you're like, I want to help and I don't know how. Claim that, state it out loud. God, the universe, uh, whoever you believe in will provide 
because you said it out loud. Ways to do this is to do it in prayer, in meditation, use it as an affirmation, uh, journal it out, um, or call your coach, call a friend and say, hey, I feel like I want to do something. I'm feeling called to X, Y, Z. Once you say it out loud, then what you do, step three, is to sit back and wait. Be on the lookout for opportunities. Opportunities abound even now. I promise you, even now, as we're sitting at home, stuck at home in quarantine, opportunities are out there. So once you claim it and say it out loud that you are looking for an opportunity that you want to take action, you're just not sure how, sit back and watch. Opportunities will arise. And then the last step, is when that inspiration does strike, take action as soon as possible. One way to take action is to list out every single thing that you could do to move this project or cause or idea forward. And then as my coach always says, what's the next thing that needs to happen to move this forward? So For example, if you have an idea like I did with the GoFundMe, it's really easy to get caught up on, I need to raise money. That's a great idea and that's a project in itself. Really, really um, pare it down to what is the next thing that needs to happen to move it forward. If the idea is I need to raise money, okay, how do I raise money? There's a GoFundMe. Okay, what do I need to do to get the GoFundMe up? I need to write a description. Okay, to write a description, where am I going to do this? Oh, I need to get a folder organized on my computer. Okay, open up the computer. You see what I mean? Take your idea, take your inspiration, and pare it down to the smallest actionable items so that you can ask yourself, what is the very next thing that needs to happen to move this project forward? So those are my four tips to move us out of anxiety and into action. And I would love to hear what you are doing to um, get into action through this pandemic, through this quarantine. I am thinking about you. I am with you. And always keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.